Hey, and welcome to the Female Startup Podcast. I am your host, Lucille Roach, and I help new online-based female entrepreneurs just like you who are feeling confused and overwhelmed about where to start and what to focus on in your business, create a plan of action that helps you to navigate your business and attract the right clients. Over the course of the next few episodes, I'm going to be sharing some of the biggest mistakes that can be made in business and sharing tips and strategies for what you can do to avoid those mistakes. Now, these are based on the mistakes that I have set out in my book called Discover 22 of the Biggest Mistakes that Most Business Owners Make and Learn What You Can Do to Avoid Them. And that book is available to purchase on Amazon in Kindle format and in paperback. Now, I wrote this book in June 2020. Well, I published it in June 2020. And it was based on my experience of being in business to date. I started my business in 2018. And the research that I'd carried out when I started my business is some of the things or some of the reasons why a lot of businesses hadn't succeeded and where it is that they had gone wrong. And I wanted to share my experiences to help other people so that you could know what mistakes to avoid, because at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. And I had never been in business before. I had no map that told me what to do or what to expect. So I kind of had to figure things out by myself, make the mistakes and learn from them. And I actually think it's good to make mistakes because that's how you learn. You can adapt once you've made mistakes, but you can also learn from the things that that have gone well, because then you can, then you can replicate those things. And then you can take risks with the things that have gone well and try something different from so when I talk about mistakes what I'm talking about are things to avoid in your business or things that you should have in your business as a fundamental part of your foundation so the mistake that I'm going to be covering today is not having a contingency plan now this mistake is mistake number 13 in my book which I mentioned earlier And so first of all, what is a contingency plan? A contingency plan is a just in case plan. So it's something that you have in place to protect you against a particular type of risk occurring. And if you don't have a contingency plan, then the consequences could be financial. It could mean that you lose money, that you lose clients, or it could be reputational because it it could damage your reputation. So I thought what would be helpful, first of all, is if I gave you some examples of some things that you may need a contingency plan for. And then I I talked talk to you about what it is that you can do to create your own contingency plan. So some examples, first of all. So if one of your main marketing strategies is social media, so the only way that you get clients is purely from social media, what would happen if you were no longer able to use social media? And I say that not as a what if scenario, because that actually did happen. I remember last year, Facebook Instagram and WhatsApp went down. Now, I can't remember if they all went down at the same time. I think Instagram and Facebook went down at the same time, but WhatsApp went down as well. So if you have a business and your only means to market your business is via social media, what is your contingency if you are no longer able to market on social media? So that's an example of what it is that you would need a contingency plan for. Another contingency plan would be, for example, a financial contingency plan. So in depending on the type of business model that you have for your business, and I will speak about the different types of business models in another episode of the podcast, you may not get paid until a certain stage in the contract. So, for example, in 
construction contracts, it is typical that there are many stages. So for example, there may be three stages. The contract is valued at £30,000 and for each stage you get paid £10,000. So you have to ask yourself, if you have a business model that operates in that way and you get paid only when a certain stage of the contract is completed, what is your contingency if you complete the stage of the contract, but the company that you are working for isn't able to pay you, for example, because they become bankrupt or something like that? What is the contingency for you? Because you've done that work. You've probably purchased goods to help you to do that work and you're dependent on somebody else to then pay you after the fact. So what would you do if that person were unable to pay you? And so one of the things that you may decide to do is to have a reserve fund. You may decide to have an agreement with the supplier of the goods that you are buying so that you only pay when you get paid. So that's the type of thing that you would have a contingency plan for. And with that particular example, if you didn't have a contingency plan and then the company that you were working for were unable to pay you the co- pay you your fee at the agreed stage what would the consequence of that be well the consequence would be that you would lose out financially you may be unable to pay your bills you may be unable to pay your staff so a contingency plan is really there to help you to determine what would you do if a particular scenario occurred and I'll give you another example of, uh, you know, a, a few more examples of, of why it is that you or when it is that you would need a contingency plan. So say, for example, that you sell T-shirts, you sell T-shirts and you have these T-shirts delivered by Royal Mail. What would you do if Royal Mail went on strike and they were no longer able to deliver the T-shirts for you? And that's a real risk because that's happened before. So All you have to do is kind of look at what's happened previously to give you an idea of the type of thing that you would need to plan a contingency for. Another example is maybe you have an online store. You have an online store, your server goes down, your website isn't available, people can't purchase from your website, but you've got things that you need to sell. So what contingency could you put in place for that? So one of the things that you could potentially do is then just to create a PayPal link set out the price of the item, the name of the item, you would get paid because it would link directly to your PayPal account. And then instead of it automatically being sent out when payment is made, you would then just need to manually go into your course provider, for example, and manually add the user to the course. So that could be a contingency that you use. And the reason that it's helpful to have that contingency is if you've got people that are working for you, you want them to know what to do in the event that this situation occurs. You need to know what to do in the event that this situation occurs because as a business owner you have to be proactive and not reactive yes there is no way that you can plan for every single eventuality however as a business owner one of your jobs is to be able to forecast and that's something that's not taught to a lot of people when you're starting a business it's not something that's even considered when you're starting a business people don't really tend to think about well what if I were unable to do this what would be what would my alternative be what would my contingency be That isn't something that is typically thought about, but it is a fundamental part of your foundation is to have that clarity on what what would I do if this situation would occur and then to have a plan that would help you through that situation. Okay, so now I'm going to break down how it is that you can create a contingency plan for your own business. So what you're going to do is that you're going to grab a piece of paper, you're going to draw a table on Google Docs or in Word, and it's going to have three columns. 
In the first column, you're going to write the heading touch points or stages. Now, this is where you would list all of the touch points or stages in your business. And what I mean by that is think about how somebody comes to book a service from you. What are all of the stages or the touch points that they have to go through to be able to book a call with you? So one of the examples that I gave earlier is what if social media went down? So maybe one of the touch points in your business is that in order to book a service from you, because you're a VA, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're an accountant, somebody firstly has to book a consultation with you. The way that you promote and advertise those consultations is via social media. So you put a request on social media or you put a notification on social media that your calendar is available, that you've got some appointments available. You may go live on social media to announce this. So that's one of the touch points in your business. In the next column, you would write down risk. That would be your heading. And then what you have to do is you have to categorize the risk of the risk to you of not being able to complete that stage in your business. So the risk could be low, medium or high. So if you were unable to book consultations, what would the risk be for your business? If you are a service based provider. And the only way that people can book your service is through a consultation. If somebody is unable to book a consultation because you're unable to announce it on social media, the risk to your business is then high. That helps you to identify by categorizing your risk, low, medium or high. That helps you to identify what are some of the things that I need to be aware of? What are the, some of the things that I need to create a contingency for at this stage? Because if the risk is low, then it's probably something that you don't need to worry about creating a contingency for at this stage. You probably will still have to create a contingency plan, just not at this stage. But obviously, if the risk is high to you and the consequences are severe to you, if somebody is unable to book a consultation because you're unable to tell them about the fact that you've got these consultations available, then that risk is high for you because that means that they're not able to book one of your services, which means that you're not able to generate the money that you want to make. So in that next column, you would do, you would categorize the risk, low, medium or high. And in order to identify what the risk is, you would ask yourself, what is the impact to me if I am unable to carry out this stage or this portion of my business? Then in the next column, you would set out your contingency plan. So you'd set out, uh, you would say contingency. So what you would say in this particular scenario is, is that if I weren't unable to promote my calls on social media, what would be my contingency? What would my alternative be if, the, if I weren't able to do that? And so one of the contingencies that you could put down for that is, is that you will have an email list. So you'll have your own email list because that's something that is yours. You've collected that data. You've put that data into your email provider. So one of the things that you could do as a contingency is to say, well, rather than solely depending on social media, I will also focus on building my email list. And so that is your contingency. So if you're not, if you're unable to promote your free call, your consultation on social media, you could instead, you could, you could instead promote it to your email list that would be your contingency and then what you would need to do as part of your contingency you would need to break down exactly what was involved in you sending an email to your list or, or building your email list so do you see how it's gone from I'm dependent on social media as my sole strategy for being able to book consultation calls if I'm unable to book calls on social media or if I'm able to put those requests on social media what would I do what would the impact on me be and if, if this is something that you're not thinking about, then think about it. You would be in that situation where 
social media goes down for however long it goes down for your account gets deleted something happens to your account you're unable to promote on your account anymore does that mean that your business is going to be at a standstill because you're not able to promote your consultations because you've got no other means of promoting your consultations other than social media that's a huge risk to your business and so that's why I'm saying to you it's so critical that you are clear on the stages and the touch points in your business the risk to you if you're unable to complete that touch point or that stage and then the plan or the contingency that you will adopt if you are unable to do that and so I hope that that makes sense because I think it's so fundamental and again it's something that not a lot of people think about not a lot of people give consideration to well what would happen if this is my sole means of being able to promote myself if I am unable to promote myself in this way what would be my alternative and a classic example is what happened with COVID-19 now, a lot of businesses, a lot of big businesses, one of the things that they do is they do risk assessments. So they do risk assessments for every element of their business. And then that then leads them to creating a contingency to say, if this situation occurs, then this is what we would do. In order to create a contingency plan, it isn't strictly necessary for you to know the exact risk that it will, that will occur. And COVID-19, as I say, is a classic example. There is no way that when you are planning your risks or you're assessing your risks in your business, that one of the things that you're going to think of is, well, what if there's a pandemic and everything is locked down and we're unable to come out of the house? You're not going to be as specific as that. But what you may say instead is, well, what if something happens and I am unable to trade from my location? What if I am unable to conduct face-to-face -face sessions with people if that's how it is that you carry out your business? So, your contingency isn't about specifically naming the risks that will occur. It's about putting forward a scenario. And the classic scenario is, is that you see people face to face. That is how you make money in your business. So you don't do anything online. Everything is face to face. What would happen if you were unable to see your clients face to face? Well, the contingency that you could implement is that you would see your clients online. So having that in your mind as a contingency stops you from being reactive and stops you from panicking if you are in a situation where you're unable to see clients face to face because you already have a contingency you already know that your backup is to go online and in that scenario what i would suggest that you do is that if you see people face to face and you knew, you know that you need to have a backup scenario when you're writing your contingency plan you're not just going to say my backup scenario would be that i would see clients online you would need to as part of your contingency plan to break down how that would happen so you would break down exactly what you would need to be able to see clients online what equipment would you need what tools what resources would you need to be able to see clients online and I know that that sounds a lot and it can be difficult because you don't know what you don't know. And that's one of the reasons why I provide a business audit, because in my business audit, I can help you to identify the three main areas that you need to focus on in your business. And by identifying three main areas that you need to focus on from client attraction to visibility, from risk planning, what I could do is that I can ask you specific questions to help me to understand what it is that you need to do in those areas. And then as part of the audit, I prepare a report for you, which breaks down exactly what's involved in you, for example, creating a risk assessment in, for example, you attracting clients in you becoming more visible in your business. Because sometimes it helps to have somebody looking at your business because they see things that you don't see they will help you to consider things that you haven't even considered. And so 
again, I know that for a lot of people, having a contingency isn't even something that is even being considered or even being thought about. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that, again, you don't know what you don't know. So it's not something that you're going to be considering or thinking about because you don't know to have a contingency. That's why I've listed it as one of the mistakes in my book, because, again, from my experience, from my research, I know how important it is to have a contingency. COVID-19 has taught us how important it is to have a contingency plan. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to summarize again what you can do to create your own contingency plan. So you create a table three columns. First column, you're going to list out all of the touch points or stages in your business. For example, promoting on social media, booking clients, whatever the touch points are, you're going to list them out in this column. In the next column, you're going to rank the risk to your business on a scale of low, medium or high, if you were unable to carry out that activity. So for example, if you put down booking consultations, if you were unable to book consultations, what would be the impact on your business if you were unable to do so? The way that you assess that impact is to ask yourself, how would this affect me? So as I said earlier, if you're a service-based business and the only way that people can book your service is by having a consultation, if somebody isn't able to book a consultation, the risk to you would be high. Again, I gave the example earlier that you've got an online store, your store goes down, your website provider goes down. What would the contingency plan be in that instance? Well, the contingency plan would be that you would create a PayPal link and then you would be able to manually process orders. So you rank it on a scale of low, medium or high. Once you've done that, then in the next column, that's when you would set out exactly what you would do to help you to reduce the risk of that thing occurring. So to go back to the first example that I gave, if you were unable to promote your if you're unable to promote on social media the fact that you've got this availability to have consultations, then the contingency that you would implement is that you would build an email list so that you're not solely dependent on social media. Because social media can go down, social media, you could fall foul of the rules and they could delete your account. Some, anything can happen that would affect your ability to be able to promote on social media. And if that were to happen, if you were unable to promote on social media, what would the risk be to your business? And then what could you you do to reduce that risk one of the things that you could do is to create your email list and having a contingency plan isn't just about saying what you would do it's about then create it you need to do the plan element of it which is to set out how it is that you would build your email list so you need to then break down and be clear about how it is that you would build your email list and that's why I said I know that this can be overwhelming but maybe if you are in that situation you're like I need I know I need to have a contingency plan for my business but I just genuinely have no idea where to start then book yourself in for an audit I've put the link in the show notes because as part of that audit I'm going to review your entire business look at the key areas of your business where you need to focus on and then prepare a report detailing the steps that you need to take to help you in those particular areas of your business. This was a heavy episode, but again, if you buy the book, I break it all down in the book and it makes it clearer in the book as well. So buy the book, discover 22 of the biggest mistakes most business owners make and learn what you can do to avoid them. Get clear on some of the common mistakes that that, that a lot of business owners tend to make in their business and then learn what you can do to make sure that you don't make those same mistakes. Or maybe you are somebody who is already in business and you've just realized I don't have a contingency plan and I need to have a contingency plan. That's the whole point of this book. It's to help you to think about things that you haven't thought about. So get the book. I hope that this episode was really helpful for you. Let me know if you have any questions. And until next time, happy goal getting.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Bye.